Good morning. It's time for Two Guys on Sports. I'm Larry Hazer. I'm Dick Olson. Good morning, Larry. Good morning, Dick. And uh, here we go. Uh, cross country, volleyball has gotten started. Uh, let's talk a little bit cross country. Uh, yeah. Tater Lowry really doing a nice job for Nielsville Grant. Yeah, Lewis. he took first. Uh, uh, Skylar Drake, too, was the yeah. second. So, uh, And on the girls' side, I think a name you're going to hear a lot, too, this year is Savannah Schley from yeah. Loyal Greenwood, too. She's took first on the girls' side, but the Nilzo boys ran very, very well, uh, taking first at that uh, Invitational. Um, I believe the Loyal, girl, Loyal Greenwood girls took first on the girls' side. Yeah, so uh, yeah. both those uh, local teams uh, doing pretty well, and yeah. boys for Loyal Greenwood took third, uh, yeah. and Nilzo Grant and girls took second. So Yeah, yeah. there was a, one of the uh, Pisco girl was up high. I believe, Abby, I, Ashley. Ashley. Yep, Ashley. she took third individually. Yep. So. so and that's pretty tough company to keep. And then I, Loyal Greenwood had pretty nice balance. They had five of the top 13 runners going. So, yeah, looks like they're going to be a team to be reckoned with in, in girls' cross country this yeah. year. Yep. Yeah. Uh, girls' volleyball team got their season underway last night, uh, falling to Kadat three games to one. Uh, just a little over a week of practice. So, yeah. Uh, Hard to judge how they're going to be. Yeah, and then the Niels Varsity is quite young this year yeah, also. Yeah. Um, four sophomores on the court at times last night, Larry. And uh, I guess the big thing I was interested in watching on TV was the crowd. And uh, it looked like uh, everybody was keeping a nice social distance. And uh, like we were talking about, they opened they had both sides of bleachers out and uh, had the one side for the visiting team and the other side for the home side. So I think Niels handled the home game very, very well. Well, I know uh, I was there for the JV game, and I know that uh, if you didn't have your mask on, they came around and asked you if there was a reason why you didn't. And yeah. if you have a medical reason, uh, they will yeah. let that slide. But yeah, uh, it's, uh, they are enforcing that pretty right. big and I've seen that you know, uh, at a couple of wrestling tournaments that the kids went to this summer. They had people walking around with security shirts on, uh, making sure that people were wearing their masks at all time, other than the kids that were wrestling on the mat. So, And just to give you an update on what's going to be happening with the uh, spectator situation uh, for volleyball and football, at least as far as Nielsville is concerned, uh, they will be limited to a maximum of four tickets per student, athlete, and paid coaches for all the varsity and JV contests. Right. So if, uh, if you have a athlete in your house, or maybe if you have two athletes, they each get four tickets. tickets so... Yeah, if you got two football players, that's eight tickets. So right. you're, you're doing pretty good there. But uh, And those it, can be distributed however you want them. Right, exactly. It doesn't have to be family or right. whatever. But, uh, you know, and then, the, you know, it's like we talked with Mr. Geyer last week. You know, the school district's doing whatever it can to show these games. They're doing live streams on the school website, and you also have the school channel. So uh, the school district's doing whatever it can to make sure people can see these games. And I know ZaleskiSports.com is yeah. going to be at a few of the uh, yeah. volleyball matches and I think and all the football all, games. And, yeah, he was advertising all the Nielsen football games, so, so among others. He, he's going to be all over to look like his <laughs> schedule's going to be. So. <laughs> now, as far as away contests, uh, you might want to check with uh, uh, your coach uh, for your particular sport or the athletic director uh, at Nielsville to find out Exactly what? I'm not sure yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah, we, we have no idea. Um, I The only one I've heard of so far is Loyal Volleyball, and they are going with two. Okay. I have not heard anything about their football, if they're going to stay with that for football. But uh, nobody on the Nielsen schedule we've heard anything about yet. And okay, uh, yeah. I believe their away games are probably Stanley, Osseo, and Elk Mound, I believe. Yeah, they more. only have three away games yep. total for volleyball. So. Yep. So so we it, it, we'll play it by ear. and. 
quite honestly, Larry, we don't know if we'll be able to broadcast. You know that. You know we hope to, but yeah. uh, we don't know. We know we're going to be able to do the home games, but we don't know if we're going to be able to do the away games. Yeah. Yet, so I'll we'll have to check into that uh, yeah. coming up here. Yeah. I know we have a, a football game on the road uh, the second week. Yeah. Uh, Stanley Boyd, I believe, yeah. is on the schedule. Yeah, and Stanley, I think there's probably a good chance they'll let us broadcast there because of the, the various booths they have there. Yeah. You know, we basically have our own room up there. Yeah. So, you know. Okay. Well, yeah. we'll see what happens. Uh, of course, high school football getting underway uh, next week. Uh, Nielsville Granton playing host to Mondovi, a team that uh, going to be pretty tough. They're going to be reckon, team to be reckoned with in this conference. Um, they finished yeah. first last year in this right. Dunstan Croix. And they, I believe, I'm not sure, level three or level four, I believe they went to. Yes. And, uh, and they have a lot of kids back. They have one of the best running backs in the area coming back. And, and a uh, linebacker, too. Line, and, yeah, top-notch linebacker. And, and the coach over there has done a nice job for a long time. He's, the Buffaloes have had a solid program for a long time. So that'll be the uh, the opener for uh, Nielsville Granton. You're gonna get their feet wet right away in yep. that uh, yeah, they're new Clorabelle Conference. Yeah, new uh, opponents, you know, and and you know Elk Mound is also on the schedule this year too. And uh, I I think they'll miss uh, the, the Durand game was supposed to be earlier, so they won't have the Durand this year. But uh, some pretty quality teams coming into the conference to replace Kadat, uh, Kobe, uh, Spencer, Columbus, and Altoona. Altoona is also going down to the Cooley, so yeah. Yeah, you have uh, Durand, Elk Mound, Fall Creek, Mondovi, Nielsville, Granton, Osseo, Fairchild, Regis, and Stanley Boyd. Yeah, a lot of every week is going to be a tough week in this conference. Yeah, you know, you're, there's no gimmies in any of that right nope. now. So. Nope. so, so that'll be interesting. That starts up uh, again next week. Uh, we'll have that game for you, Nielsville, yeah. Granton, and Mondovi. And this Friday, the Warriors will be scrimmaging up at Fall Creek this year. So. Mm-hmm. So they'll find out a little bit about themselves, and hopefully they'll be ready to go a week from Friday night. Then. And I think all the scrimmages are not like they used to be, where there's multiple teams. I think there's yeah. only just two teams. And uh, I can't say what's going to happen at Neils on Fall Creek, but I did see on Facebook uh, Loyal and Owen Withy are uh, scrimmaging, and there is absolutely no spectators at that. So okay. So. All right, uh, big news coming down the pike uh, in college football earlier today. The Big Ten announced they will, in fact, have football. Yep, coming down the pipe. We don't know the schedule yet. We do know it's going to start the weekend of October 23rd and 24th. Uh, the Badgers right now, uh, four home games, four away games, and one to be determined. So, uh, And it's going to be uh, uh, athletic director Barry Alvarez from Wisconsin said that uh, they have a unique – revised plan for how they're going to do it. They're going to have, like you said, four games away, four games at home. The two highest, it's going to be almost like how the Cloverdale Conference does it in basketball. Right, yep. The top two teams are going to play each other in the Big Ten Championship, and then second place will play, third, fourth, fourth, and so on. Yep. So that's how that ninth game is going to yeah, be. Yeah, that's and that's the to be determined. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm glad we came up with that. Yeah, <laughs> that's how that's going to be. But Alvarez said they're going to have a schedule. Probably uh, released later this yeah. week for the Big and Ten. It was a unanimously agreed, and I don't know if it's the presidents or the athletic directors, but there will be no spectators at any games except they are trying to work out where the parents of the players can go be at both home and away games. Okay. So, so. so they start that weekend of October 23rd and 24th, and they end on December uh, 19th. Keith, yep. So there's not a lot of wiggle room. Wiggle room because the selection show is the 20th, so. Yeah, so there's uh, not much room in there for right. anybody. <laughs> we hope you don't have a cancellation anywhere down no. the road. Because, no, uh, yeah, you know, and, and what's going to come into play here is uh, uh, 
uh, weather maybe and also uh, uh, possibly positive tests also might cancel some games too. So All right. And uh, now we're ready. Yeah, we just welcomed in <laughs> our guest here who just uh, walked in. Uh, Coach Reed Levin of the Nilsel Granton Warriors. And uh, how are you doing today, Coach? Doing well. How are you guys? Doing good. Glad to have you with us. So and we just uh, we just touched on a little bit there about uh, your team getting started uh, with the season. Maybe just touch a little bit about how it's been going so far. Your first year with uh, practice. I know we had you in here when the announcement was made that you were the new head coach, but now you've got a, a week or two under under your belt of practice. So how's things been going so far? Things are going pretty well so far. Um, it's been kind of hectic and crazy a little bit with all the. Uh, guidelines and regulations and things that we have to follow with with COVID and um, different things but uh, I mean overall kids are excited so that's good I mean they're you know I think this this time away from the sport has made them more excited to be back for a lot of the kids which is good uh, I've had some some kids showing some pretty good effort and uh, wanting to run around and hit some guys happy that we finally got to put some pads on this week so uh, overall things are going pretty well so what are some of the new things that have been implemented now with uh, high school football with in regards to COVID-19. Anything, uh, I know there's uh, face shields on the helmets and stuff like that. Anything else that? Uh, just some different things in practice and stuff. We have to be trying to keep our kids separate as much as possible. Um, working in smaller group things, not doing quite as much team full contact stuff. Uh, doing a lot of our tackling and blocking on the sleds and dummies instead of uh, with with live action um and then obviously yeah the shields are a big thing we got those last week finally and uh got those put on and they're not working the best right now we've had having some issues with them falling off and breaking mm -hmm. and uh kids have been complaining about them fogging but we found a, a little uh remedy for that uh putting some wipes wiping them down a little bit before practice and that seems to help um but yeah there's just you know different things like that and Different things like the kids have to bring their own water. Um, they have to have their own water bottles. So even with games on Friday nights, we'll have to have uh, somehow be able to keep each kid's water bottle separate. <laughs> and the kids, if there's a timeout, they're not supposed to come to the sideline to get their water. So we're going to have to still have somebody be able to get each kid's water that's out on the field out to them. Wow. Uh, so it's just different things like that that are, you know, little things, but, you yeah. know, a lot of little things that are adding yeah. up. Yeah, and they add up. You yeah. know, that's exactly so. Um, now, I know everybody's going to be in the same boat once the season starts as far as not being able to do certain things in practice, but how is that going to affect uh, you getting ready for a game when, like you said, you're tackling dummies and sleds and you're not actually hitting other people? Well, I mean, it, it might be interesting. Uh, <laughs> luckily, we have our scrimmage on Friday, so yeah. um, you know we'll get to hit somebody from a different team a little bit and go live. Uh, so hopefully that'll be something that'll kind of get these kids the feel of of how to how to tackle and block a a live person um, who's you know at your ability a little bit because even at you know when we're doing it in practice a lot of times it's against the kid who's younger than you or right. a kid who's way older than you yeah. and it's a little bit different. You, you have not a senior going up. up against a freshman and doesn't work too good. Mm -hmm. you know, exactly. Um, let's talk a little bit about the scrimmage. You got it with Fall Creek. Uh, what do you hope to uh, accomplish and, and get out of that on Friday? I mean, I think one of our biggest things with the scrimmage is going to be just to uh, get a feel for where guys are at with uh, tackling and different things. I mean, that's going to be the big one, I think, because 
we have not um, we did not tackle well as a team last year. Uh, went through and watched all of our film from from last year's stuff here this off season, and our tackling was was poor to say the least. So um, you know, I think that's one big thing. Is hopefully we'll we'll get our kids to uh, get that hitting and and everything, and then just to get the basics down of of what we're trying to do. Um, you know, get the the, the main things we're going to do, we're not going to obviously go out and run anything real crazy and stuff, none of the special plays or anything like that. Just go out and run our basic stuff and, and see who we have um, in some of those spots where we're not 100% sure on who's going to be our, our number one. Okay. Um, and, again, you got Fall Creek later in the season, yeah. so you really don't want to give them too much. No. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. And Fall Creek's rebuilding also. We know that. You know, they were started slow last year, and they're under a new coach this year. So, you know, they're kind of you – know, we talk about, again, everybody in the same boat, but uh, they're a lot like Nielsville too, very young, probably inexperienced. Mm -hmm. But uh, mm -hmm. you, you've got some experience coming back in the skill positions, Coach. That should help you a lot, I think. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we have a couple guys that are coming back that are – going to be huge uh, for us this year. Uh, we return, I think, our top three rushers. We return our top quarterback. Uh, return our top couple of receivers from last year. Uh, so, I mean, offensively from the skill positions, we return a lot of guys. Defensively, same thing. So, the big question is the line, offensively and defensively. Yes, the line will be a question, but uh, honestly, our kids have seemed to be picking up what we're doing this so far uh, through camp back in July and then the first two weeks of practice here. Um, so hopefully that will continue, and uh, we'll get to see where they're at for real on Friday again where we're playing yeah. against somebody else. Looking ahead now, we kind of just touched on a little bit about the new conference, uh, the new look Chlorabelle Conference. You're going to start probably with a team that many may even favor as to be the top team in the conference in Mondovi. I'm not sure your thoughts on that, but how do you see that matchup? I know it's a week away yet, but how do you see that matchup uh, with the Buffaloes? Well, actually, uh, our conference, the whole conference switched weeks one and six around. So we actually played Durand week one now. Oh, okay. Uh, it'll okay. still be a home game, and okay, then we'll, we'll play Mondovi week six. I guess that had something okay. to do with, I think, Fall Creek and Regis were maybe supposed to play each other week one. Okay. Oh. And right now, neither one of them can host, so they're hoping by okay. later in the year, one of them yeah. would be able to host. So we actually play... Durand week one. Okay, yeah. well then let's go with yeah. <laughs> well, let's go with Durand then. Well, Durand is coached by Rodney Rosemeyer, uh, twin oh. brother of Robin Rosemeyer from Gilman, and one of, yeah, one of the many Rosemeyers in the world. And I think they were very young last year. We talked about them earlier, and but you've seen them on film, and they had a lot of people that you impressed you. You said mm -hmm. so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think um, obviously, yeah, like you said, they were young. Like they were a young team last year. Uh, a lot of young guys that I was impressed with. I've uh, been watching a little bit of their stuff here. Our one game of film we had on them last year was against Regis, uh, who they actually hung with pretty well early in the game, and then it got a little ugly as the game went on. But, uh, I mean, they have some kids back that will be some good players. A quarterback back who's, who's very good, um, likes to run. He's kind of a bigger guy, uh, well-built. Um, running backs who run hard, some guys on defense, some safeties who like to come down and hit a little bit. So, I mean, they, they definitely will be – uh, tough team still week one, that's for sure. Yeah. Not quite the Mondovi that you were yeah. <laughs> not, looking not at earlier. Yeah. Not quite Mondovi, yeah. I mean, okay. to be honest, it's, a, it's probably a good thing we get to give ourselves a little time to prepare yeah. for them, too. Yeah, so, so what cool. uh, Going into the season, what, what do you see? I know you have the scrimmage on Friday. What do you see as the biggest concern for your team heading into week one? 
I think honestly it's it's going to be our ability to tackle like I've kind of been talking about um, like I said just poor tackling last year overall as a team um, not where we want to be obviously I know they're high school kids and even the professional guys are going to miss tackles I mean we know it's going to happen but we missed a lot more than we should have been um, so I mean I think that's going to be our our biggest weak spot kind of where we're going to have to improve and with what we're doing right now it's it's not uh, going to be real easy I don't think yeah. so um, I mean, that's where we got to make our biggest jump I think this yeah. year. Um, what about offensively uh, any concerns there I know you said a lot of your skill position players back um, are you going to run a lot of the same things that we've seen over the years are we going to see some different things or It'll look different. Not to um, give too much away here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it'll look it, <laughs> it'll look different. And honestly, I mean, teams are going to have film on us, so right, I don't yeah, really right. mean it's yeah. like you can give away too much, yeah. anyways. Really. So I mean, we'll we'll be uh, running some different things. We'll be in a lot of two back sets. Um, we won't be in our that wing T type stuff that we've yeah. ran in the past, really, unless that's a game plan thing that we think we'll be able to um, take advantage of a team's defense with that formation. Uh, but otherwise, a lot of two back stuff. Um, we'll be running more motion things and things like that, get guys out in space. I mean, we obviously have some we have some athletes this year yeah. that we need to get the ball in their hands yeah. and we need to get the ball in their hands out in space. got some good team speed also. Yep. You know, that's, and that needs to be utilized, I mm -hmm. should say. So. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, anything else uh, before we head to the, to the rest of our stuff here on the show <laughs> that you want to touch on for your football team? Um, how, many, how many guys got out this year, Coach, from 9 through 12? 47? It's not too bad numbers. 47 guys pretty good, Pretty good numbers. Then. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, that's, yeah. that's uh, yeah. something that hopefully we can continue to right. build on. Obviously, our senior class isn't real big. we got no. nine guys yeah. out as seniors, but our eighth grade group is real small, yeah. too. So it, yeah, the freshman and sophomore classes are where the numbers are at. Yeah, we have about 15 each there. Yep, so. So. yep you bet. Yeah. All right, well, good luck on the season. Yep. I'm sure we'll talk to you again here mm -hmm. at right. some point as the season progresses. But uh, good luck in the scrimmage on Friday. And, yep. and thanks for coming yep. in. Can't wait to see you play a week from Friday. So. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Against Durand. <laughs> yes, against Durand. Yeah, we got to get that. you came in here because yeah. we were talking Mondovi there all yeah. over the place. <laughs> yeah. I did not check that schedule lately, yeah. I guess. No, I and I haven't seen a schedule. No that change was probably made. I think like Monday or something. Oh, okay. okay. So, so this was, week, yeah, okay. it was not a not made a while back. So, okay. but yeah, thanks for having me. And you bet. And uh, see, talk to you guys. I'm sure soon, like you said. You All bet. Right. So, um, just quickly here, uh, got some other things we're going to touch on. We touched a little bit about uh, Wisconsin, um, the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, again, there's a team that <laughs> feast or famine there. Feast or famine there. Yeah. You know. A week ago, Wednesday, they scored 19 runs in Detroit and they ended up in the weekend getting no hits. So. Yeah. And uh, Tuesday night, they scored another 18 runs, you know, against St. Louis, but who knows? So, yeah. But they are really struggling. You know, you look at 210, Yelich, last I looked. Harris, 230. You know, Arcea's 245 is kind of the, the big number right now. It's so. almost too bad because their pitching staff is really yeah. pitching well. Yeah. They really, you know, unless you talk about those two games, their hitting with runners and scoring position is awful. Yeah, they, yeah. there's no better way to put it. So, but and uh, ESPN is reporting that the uh, Major League Baseball and the Players Union have reached an agreement on their postseason bubble. Right. Yeah. And the uh, what it, uh, the National League will be uh, 
after the first the wild card round, mm -hmm. which will be held in the regular parks, the National League will be in Texas and uh, Houston, yeah. if I'm, and then uh, the Na uh, American League will be in Los Angeles and San Diego. Yep. So, and that's not to give any team a home field advantage. So, and then the AL Championship Series will take place in San Diego and the yeah. NLCS in, in Texas. Arlington. Yep. So. And the World Series will also be in Arlington. Right. Yep. So. Yeah, so pretty pretty good way they came up with it there. Mm -hmm. So and they're taking a little bit away from hockey and, and what uh, basketball are doing. So the uh, yeah. American League series, the wild card will start uh, the 29th of September. Right. The National League on the 30th. Yeah, they're down to less than two weeks now. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, NBA playoffs. Uh, I didn't really think it was a surprise that Denver beat the LA Clippers. I'm not Denver's surprised. A good team. Yeah, Denver's a very good team. I I thought. You know, Kawhi Leonard and, and uh, George would pull them through, but Denver has a fine ball club. And they'll give the Lakers fits I also. I think they will. Yeah, yeah. So, and in the East, you know, we talked all, we thought Miami was a hot team, and they knocked off Boston in game one. So, yeah, you know, they're, they're, they're hot. hot so. <laughs> uh, Thursday night, NFL football tonight. Not really much of a game. What is yeah, it, Cleveland the, the, Cincinnati? the Battle of Ohio. <laughs> But I will say this, Larry, I, I caught a little bit of Cincinnati's game, and I do like the way Joe Burrow looks. Really? I did not uh, see him at all. Yeah, they played, uh, they were on CBS Sunday afternoon after oh, okay. the Packer game. And he looked, you know, he took them down uh, where they missed a 31-yard field goal that would have tied the game there. So, oh, wow. Okay. You know, so he looks pretty, you know, for a guy who had, he's a uh, rookie and, Never seen a preseason game. He didn't look really bewildered by the action. He let the game come to him. So and uh, looks like he's going to be a super quarterback. So but. Packers uh, getting a win over the Vikings. Yeah, I like the way what the Packers do on offense. They're a lot of misdirection and a lot of sets. Um, they kept. I read Minnesota's base defense was on the field for fifty six percent of that game, Larry. Holy cow! And that makes up for a lot of mismatches. Yeah. But uh, my thinking too was. You know, what a better time to play the Vikings. Uh, no spectators <laughs> and six new defensive starters. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah. Rodgers was yeah. on. But Rodgers looks better in this game than I've seen him look in two to three years. Yeah, he was he really looks he looks comfortable. And uh, you can see the LaFleur offense coming in. You know, a lot of misdirection, uh, jet sweeps, everything else. Um this rookie tight end, Degura, whatever, looks like he's going to be a fine ball player. And then Dylan, the kid from Boston College, carried two or three times. Looks like he's going to be a bull, too. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, they had a lot of rookies that really contributed because uh, Runyon, the rookie guard uh, from Michigan, had to come in late in the game. And Barnes, who was the only undrafted free agent that, didn't, that made the team, played a lot at linebacker and made some key stops there at the end. So a lot of rookies contributing for him right off the bat. So. They got the Lions this week at Lambeau. No fans there either no, this weekend. No fan, you know, and that's going to be to the Lions' yep. favor right yep. there. So, but uh, you know, I, I, the Packer offense looks pretty good so far. So, all so, right. So, so we'll see what happens with those guys on uh, yeah, I Sunday got one afternoon. thing from that Packer game too, Larry. Yeah, Jair Alexander had a safety and an interception in the game. Yep, he is the first Packer to do that since 1971. Holy cow! Doug Hart, and I don't know if you no. knew Doug Hart. No. Doug Hart was a defensive back with the Lombardi teams, and he stayed on as a starter for a few years after that. I think he retired like 70, after 71. But uh, he had a safety and uh, uh, an interception against the New York Giants in the opening game of 1971. So, oh, 
Well, same game that Dan Devine had his leg broken on the sidelines. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's kind of a unique combination of safety and interception. Yes. But that safety really turned that game around. And I understand uh, that was not what Jair, Jair was supposed to do. No, he's not. But he's seen, like, he's seen something else and he took advantage <laughs> yeah, of it. Yep, he took advantage of it. And that was a key play. And yeah. then he made a great, he swung field position. Then he also made a great interception at the end of the second quarter, yeah. too. So people worry about the defense, but the defense made a lot of plays. In the first half, so well. Hopefully, you, you uh, hope Kenny Clark's not hurt too bad. Yeah. So, so Lane Taylor is out. Yes, Lane Taylor's done. Done so, for the season. So, so too but, bad for him because he just yeah, came back. Yeah, and he looked good too. You know. So, but that's the nature of the game. It's going to happen, especially this year. Yeah. You know, where they haven't had a lot of time. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, again, we thank uh, Reed Lehman for coming yep. in here uh, yep. today for uh, two guys on sports. On this Thursday, I'm Larry Hazer. I'm Dick Olson. We'll talk to you again next week.